Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, on this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show, we're breaking down episode 16 of season 3, I, Ava. I have a lot of opinions about this episode. I'll share them with you next. You're welcome, everybody! You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Oh boy, you're such a dad. <laughs> I know, oh, dad. Where's that? <laughs> oh, there you go. A little Alice Cooper from the, the Creature Lion. Of course. Of Alice Cooper brings us into this episode of Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> the song's called Clones. Yep. So. Uh, we bring it. it down every episode of Legends of Tomorrow, airing Mondays on the CW. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. I'm Dave Child. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, and please, uh, in the chat, tell us that this isn't that obscure of a song, <laughs> just so I can win. It's, I mean, it's yeah. a good song. Yeah. Now that I hear it, it's a good song. I've yeah. just never heard of it. Oh, will you be playing it on, yeah. uh, on the way home? Yes, I'm going to be yeah. jamming it the whole time. That's my new ringtone. Yeah. Yep. And Smashing Pumpkins did a pretty good version, too. Cool. If you don't mind uh, Billy Corgan's voice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, yeah. I uh, have not listened to enough Smashing Pumpkins to know if I would hate his voice or not. No. Oh. It's an acquired taste. All right. I love them. Yeah. But, okay. yeah. uh, as always, folks, you know what? You can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes, especially because, and we haven't done this in a while, our dear, our dear, lovely other fourth panelist, Lex Michael, oh. not able to make it tonight. <laughs> Because he hasn't got enough five-star reviews on iTunes. He needs them stars. He needs them. Yep. Yes. Let's head, head back to the Wayback Machine and uh, save Lex Michael with all those five-star reviews. Also, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us a, a thumbs up there. And Lucretia, as she mentioned, has her computer up and running. So the chat's up and running. So hop in, share your thoughts about this episode or just the series in general. Uh, but we'll kick it off with uh, before we go in deep on the episode, just the general uh, thoughts about the episode in particular. Yeah, I okay, I'm, I'm gonna be a little honest. Uh, Woo! There we go. I kind of felt like this was this was such a strange episode for me because I think they had a lot of good ideas, but they didn't really. I felt like a filler episode. It felt like one that they were treading water until the next episode where the big stuff will happen. So they didn't want anything to be resolved anything to kind of happen in this episode. They just introduced a lot of stuff for the next episode. And that kind of bugged me because I felt like they could have spent the whole episode with Ava and, like, the fact that she's dealing with all these clones. But they had all these B and C stories that were kind of meh, and they were there. And I just didn't feel like we could have focused all of our energy on... This weird clone world, and why was she picked up from it, and where was she coming from? And I would have loved to see every all of the legends dealing with all those clones. And instead, it kind of the B and C stories just felt a little off for me. Yeah, I will say the B and C stories, while fun, did seem to take away from the Ava story, which was the big story. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed them, but yeah, like the Ava revelations were like a real story, and some of this other was just like, okay, it's it's fun. Yeah. 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 I, I felt about the B and C stories uh, kind of frustrated, because I think they're both interesting ideas. Yeah. 
but not given enough time to really shine. That's what I felt. I felt like all of the stories were really great ideas that they could have spent a lot more time on. Especially with Kawasa. Yeah, yeah. with Kawasa and Dark. And all <laughs> the Kawasa and Dark stuff, I felt like they were they were all of a sudden changing their tone. They were changing their perspective. But we didn't really get to see them, the process of that. It just exactly. kind of felt like they were suddenly fighting for good or fighting for their family. And we didn't get to see them struggling with that back and forth. Well, with Damien Dark, we've at least seen that throughout the season of yeah. him trying to be a dad. And we've had several of these where he's talking to Ray or he's talking to Nate. Like, moments. So with his, it wasn't True. as jarring. But with Kawasa, we'd only really seen one moment before where she had decided that she may not be on the bad side. Like, did we'd it, only seen a little bit, yeah. Did it feel like Dark, though, in this episode, did it feel like he was too good too fast still? It like, did to me because, mm. I mean, we saw it just a little bit when uh, uh, Nora gets the, you know, she gets taken over by Malice. Uh -huh. We were like, oh, man, uh, this is, like, he's having some second thoughts about this. Yeah. But we never really get a chance to explore it. And then this one, we've already jumped him like, ah, I, I wanted to see a little bit more of that. Yeah, the fact that he was all for not killing uh, Nate was kind of weird. It yeah. kind of felt like he would be like, oh, I'm having such a difficult time because I don't want him to take over, but still I'm going to kill you. You know, that's what it felt like he yeah. should have been, but instead he was like, oh, I'm having such a difficult time so I'm going to save you and make sure you don't die so you can help me out. And it felt like that was a bit of... I, I wanted him to sell that fact more. I wanted him to try and convince Dark to be like, no, you should let me help. If you're having second thoughts, I'm here to help. Yeah. And that didn't really happen. It just kind of joined to be like, oh, I'm having these problems, so I guess I'm with the Legends now. Yeah, and I kind of think that if it had been flipped and if it was Ray in that situation with Damien Dark, it might have felt less forced because he'd right. at least already had this moment and raised the one who saved his daughter. Like, mm -hmm. I could have they seen that a little them. bit quicker. Yeah. But, yeah, with Nate, it was like, you barely even know this dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I I would think that at least the idea that you're going to have uh, Ray meet Nora as a child uh -huh. at least kind of just wants us to kind of feel sympathy or, yeah. uh, towards this character that certainly, uh, even though she says, you know, I was dark even before my dad died, but still, like, that this later this child was, like, fundamentally changed by the actions of her father. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like the season finale is going to hinge on what is the fate of her, and I feel like we just don't know, I don't know if we've had enough time this season to get really invested in whatever that outcome is, either way. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, is the next is next week the season finale? Two weeks. Two weeks, okay, two weeks. So we do have a little bit more time to spend, but it felt like we could have spent that time now. And... This Ava story, just just to jump right back to it, is was really fascinating, and it was yeah. an interesting choice that she's like part of this clone world from a certain time. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, and I really liked that they're like, yeah, she was made to be the perfect woman, and Gary was all over that. But yeah, like Sarah's Gary. like, she's okay, even though Sarah was like, she is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got three storylines as we talked yeah. about it, kind of uh -huh. our thoughts about each of them. But we'll dive deeper <laughs> into the Ava storyline. So. We see, of course, a big breakup from Sarah and Ava last week. Right. How that was going to resolve itself. But then Gary comes and says, hey, you know what? I haven't seen my boss at work. Is she yeah. just got, is she mopey? Because she got a little breakup. And then he was upset because he was shipping so hard, like That's the rest of the viewers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they know who's watching this show, and they know that people are shipping really hard. Well, you had your speculations about what you thought, because you hadn't seen the teaser for no. this week's episode. So I didn't see the multiple Avas that yes. are in this uh, episode. So a lot of people thought last week that he was that she was going to be a robot. I'm glad she's not a robot. But at the, I thought maybe she was going to be. 
I guess that she was from a different time period. I thought maybe she would be from a time period where uh, it would conflict with Sarah, something Sarah's done in the past, like killed someone who was maybe uh, Ava's parents or something like that. And then they would have to deal with that conflicting emotion. But it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case at all. Maybe yeah. it will. Yeah, like, I guess I kind of predicted right. I said I think that Ava is an anachronism, and that's sort of what it was, is this clone, you know, had been brought, you know, 200 years into the past. So, yeah. and, the, and that was interesting. And I like how Sarah's like, I didn't have sex with a robot. And Ray goes, yeah, you had sex with a clone. <laughs> Just how excited he was that that was funny. Well, so the big thing is, and they get, I guess we're going to find out probably next week, is that the whole reason that she was taken, we don't know yet, but we figure it was Rip that yeah. did all the manipulations right. for us. So we got to find Rip. But given Rip's earlier appearance this season where he, you know, say, Sarah can never know, does this, what we kind of know of what Ava is, does this seem to warrant Rip's like, she can never know? It doesn't seem that. Yeah, it doesn't seem that off. Yeah. Like, it felt like, I thought it was going to be an anachronism like, um, like Stein's kid. Yeah. Where be maybe that anachronism shouldn't exist anymore. Maybe something happened to create Ava that has to be undone in order to get rid of Ava. And maybe that will be the case, but right now it doesn't seem like it is. Yeah, because maybe there is a worse attack of the clones coming. Uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like she just was like Helen of Troy where she was plucked out of time and put into another time. Yeah. But we don't know why, and maybe she's different from the other clones in some way, and that's why she became a bit more human. Because the other clones, while they weren't robots, they certainly kind of acted like it. They were all very, like, prime directive-y. His was the most human. There's a little mm-hmm. Shatner from Wrath of Khan. Good. <laughs> that's good. Thank you, everybody. All right, I'm out for the good. night. All right, cool. Bye. <laughs> good. Nice dive deep into the geek. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, on the plus side, it is kind of nice, uh, this kind of iteration of the team-up that we have for this. We got Ray, yeah. Gary, and Sarah for this. So Yeah, they always try to, I think that's where they, they always try to mix up the team so people aren't stuck with the same people all the time. And you get to see what people are like dealing with other people. I think they purposely made it so Dark is talking to Nate, so we get to feel what that's like. So... That's why they kind of shifted around. And it was nice to have Ray kind of in this sciencey world and get kind of geek out. Yes. And uh, Gary, I loved Gary in this. Gary has become one of my favorite characters. Yeah, <laughs> I do too love Gary. Yeah. He's fun. I do hope that the Time Bureau does not become just like a one dunner thing where we don't see it again next season because it'd be a shame to lose Gary. I'm sure it'll stick around. It's yeah, a good, like, it's a good home base for them. It's a good. There are certain rules that keep popping up in the show that I don't understand why they're there. Like there was, uh, like they were blocked from going to that specific time period. Yeah, and it seemed to be tied into why the time bureau couldn't go to that specific time period. But then they Ava did. So it was it because of the mothership went and they feel like they can only go because the yeah. mothership went yeah they said something about like you know she was investigating the mothership going there so maybe she didn't even realize that time period was blocked and they've just never needed to go there yeah. and then you see that it, you know these but how was she there. able to create a door because they said the only one that could open it up the, the door is the uh, oh, head yeah. of the time bureau head of the time bureau so okay. she could do it but they without that the only workaround was the mothership so why but why couldn't the wave rider go because the wave rider's not really linked to the time bureau it's its own thing yeah that's true like what's that what's stopping that unless unless we can i guess we can kind of pretend that rip in his uh 
in his last deletion on the wave rider <coughs> also kind of set the the wave rider t- to be unable to go there. Somehow. Man, that that one command that he gave just set everything up. Does right. a lot. Yeah. yeah, it certainly does. <coughs> uh, Legends logic. <laughs> So we uh, we we do. I did think that once they go to Ava's office to kind of find out where she's been, try to find out where she might be. Gary's just like that. They they took the trash and they started looking through it. He was just so outraged by that, and it was not even like a dirty trash can. It was just yeah. like some papers. Like, what are you doing? Like, Gary's, Gary's outraged over yeah. a lot. It's five sheets of paper. It Gary. seems like it's his first day on Earth. Every single time, <laughs> he's just like ah. Like, Constantine kissed him, and he's like, what is this? <laughs> oh, Gary. Also, I love how Gary and Sarah, I think someone tweeted this at a, at us, but they have the same taste in, and in women, and, women men. and men. That's that's true. <laughs> I feel like like uh, Gary and Sarah are a lot more alike than they think. Maybe right? Gary is actually Sarah's descendant. That's what Maybe. explain why they're so much alike. I think Gary just wants to be Sarah. Oh, yeah. He wanted to put on a wig and be Ava. That's true. <laughs> I'm still wondering, though, about the Time Bureau. Because certainly, I mean, their their membership is depleted, given everything that's happened with Grodd and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But in its heyday, had a lot of great people. And you think a lot of the, you know, really intelligent, incredibly capable agents. And then I still wonder, like, how Gary managed <sighs> to get in there. Because all we've seen of him is just really bumbling. Well, I think it was because of Ava. I really think Ava just liked having a right-hand man she could trust and puts a lot of, like, knowledge into... It's just because it feels like he's he will do anything for Ava and is very loyal to her. So she liked having someone like that around and probably recruited him because of that. That's my <laughs> guess. That's my... Gary fanfic that I'm working on. I love it. Uh, please share the website when you get that done. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, we see at the beginning that when Sarah's going to leave before she gets involved in the Ava mess, uh, she's going to take a time off from the Legends, but she wants to give another uh, pass the captainship on to somebody else. Yeah. And Ray for a moment thinks like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I thought, you know. <laughs> it's my time to shine. Yes. But he, she passes it on to Amaya. Yep. Given if Sarah ever got to the point where she left the show, do you think that would be the true person that she? Well, I mean, we know Maya can't stick around forever. So. Uh, it really should have been Ray, but I did like how it was like Ray just sort of went with Sarah. But yeah, I don't think it should have been. We've we've seen yeah. Ray mess up so bad in the past. <laughs> we saw him go to the darks by himself, mm-hmm. and we we complained about it for so long. Yeah, yeah Ray's kind of a dumb, because but it was cute. because it was a jump. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's a jump in logic that he, a commander, shouldn't have. The only one who kind of thinks coolly on their feet amongst that group is... is Zari. Yeah, Zari, but know. she's new. She's new. So, yeah, I was like, you know, other than Amaya, because we know that, I mean, it almost feels like either Amaya or Nate, one of them is going at this point, and it's yeah. sad, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to be. I think uh, Amaya's still going to pass it down somehow yeah. and maybe she's not the grandmother people think that she is maybe but or something else but I think that 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 fate still has to happen but you know Nate isn't the grandfather so he's he, you are not 
the grandfather. Oh. You are not the grandfather. Uh, so, folks, we're going to continue on with a little bit uh, more Legends talk in just a moment. But Speaking uh, of captains of the ship. That's right. <laughs> do you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life? For those who do, we've got a podcast just for you. Conversations with Marie Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Marie Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to live a better life from health and wellness to career and relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister you never had. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Marie Menounos for free. And when you do, let her know it was these outcasted misfits from the Legends of Tomorrow After Show that got you there. Let them know. Conversations with Marie Menounos podcast edition. Check it out. Ooh. Uh, let's get to the one storyline that really uh, kind of frustrated me in a sense. because Oh, yeah? I just didn't like the way that they kind of painted the one character and that was uh mick and zari oh yeah it, i mean just, what did it, who did you not like how they painted? mick it's just like you know sometimes like his kind of uh boorishness is, is just a nice kind of puncture to a scene or an exclamation yeah. point but like this one just felt like why why are you being so obtuse yeah, yeah it seemed very just like forced they simplified yeah. both of them to yeah. a real weird Point. It felt like both of them were like, okay, so so Mick is is always eating and he's kind of dumb, and Zari <laughs> is Muslim, and yes. those are those two characters. Yep. And it felt like it didn't really have any nuance besides that. They were just like her bumbling up and and I liked the fact that she was fasting, and I guess that's why he was eating all the time to kind of counter balance that and have them be kind of bickering because of that but it kind of came off as very one note it didn't yeah it was it could have had a lot more fun between the two yeah and, and the chat's mentioning what happened to smart mick yeah like remember when after he was chronos that he'd sort of become a little bit smarter they've forgotten that in this season a lot right. in season two there will be moments but yeah it's like um what what happened yeah and to have a storyline that pretty much at the end of it they're basically in the same spot that they were at the beginning. Like, yeah. There really wasn't anything, any big change or even just like a small little moment between the two of them. Well, they did have, they did, I think what they wanted was to have them come together over the fact that they sensed that someone who had the amulet has passed. Mm -hmm. And so that they could be together and be like, wow, we really are in this together since we had that sense. But couldn't they have done that like on a mission or something? Yeah. Or yeah. couldn't? Or could we have had, like, a better subplot of her teaching him, like, you know, because she was teaching him the totem and stuff, and that made sense. But it was the other stuff that it was like, why are we doing this? Yeah, then it just became, like, a last airbender uh. fight. And I I kind of wanted, wanted more. I wanted more of, like, the specific job for Mick to do that he wasn't doing. Yeah. And they didn't really, they could have focused on that and focused the whole, whole thing. And he could have been asking questions about her fasting, and then you could have had fun with that. But it, it was it was strange. Yeah, um, Josh G brought up the pull my finger. That part was pretty funny. That one was good. I, I will say, that that bit was funny. And I really wanted her to pull his finger, because I yeah. wanted to see what would happen. They, I want to see a flaming <laughs> fart. I would love the idea that he now has the ability to, like, have uh, his superpowers to have giant flaming farts. Well, I guess yeah. if you get this incredible power, just like the goofy things you could do with it, uh, it doesn't yeah. make sense. If you're like, yeah, can I do this? Yeah, oh, I can. Yeah, and I like him with flame powers. I want to see him do stuff with that. Yeah. I would love it if he maybe he created like a new, what's the name of the rat? 
again. Axel. Oh, yeah. A new Raxel, Axel made out of flames that's just like <laughs> running around and stuff. That's true. They could have had fun with that. They could have like him playing with fire that isn't just, you know, burning things. I like him, him cooking stuff. I thought that was cool. Yeah. But... I, it's just so weird to have him because it seemed like he had like a, a, a zero sense or, uh, of empathy. Uh, towards Zari in any yeah. of their scenes and it's like not that I yeah like, to the maybe, point where it almost feels like do you not even know what the Muslim religion is yeah. or yeah. I understand the idea that he just doesn't know that she's Muslim I kind of like that idea yes yeah and, and the, the ham stuff it's like that is something that you would expect him not to get not eating ham or yeah. bacon or maybe not even understanding that those are the same thing yeah. that part it didn't really bother me it was some of the other stuff that it was like wait what's happening but then also I meant I also felt like after they hit that beat a few times about like hey it's bacon or it's a hot dog know. that I can't eat this that she if Mick's not picking up on the clues just to even have her say oh I can't eat this for religious reasons she never once mentions that she's I just can't eat that and I was like right at least you know <coughs> maybe Mick is more Understanding if you explain why. It also might be funny know. if he just keeps mentioning pork products and she's like, no, not that either. So it gets to the mm. point where it just feels like he doesn't understand what's made out of pork. Pork it's rinds? Like, Hot dogs. Mm-hmm. You can't do pork rinds? What about like prosciutto? <laughs> no. Ham? No. Pork loins? No. Pork belly? No. It's all that stuff. Yeah. That might have been more fun, you know? Mm-hmm. It just, it, it. That's that's most of my problems with this episode is a lot of good ideas. All the even all the storylines were good. It just kind of felt like they didn't spend enough time on it. Yeah, it, it they just glossed over a lot of stuff. Yeah, Macintosh Harrington brings up a good point. When Zari first came on, Mick was the first person she sort of bonded with. Yeah, and that's why that that was kind of odd. Yeah. Yeah, because he's no nonsense and she's no nonsense. Yeah. So they they could both be kind of. Talking very bluntly about other people. What they should have done is it should have ended with them talking, uh, gossiping, and back talking everyone else on the ship. Yeah, and then they would have enjoyed doing that. That's but true. Yeah. It doesn't really have a button at the end of it. The uh, I mean, it's really I feel like the totems are kind of the uh, the theme for the season. I so, but do you feel that what are the odds are that Mick keeps his totem after the season finale? I honestly <sighs> feel like you know. He, that someone else will wind up with it uh, because I feel that it it doesn't really fit Mick in a way to go on with the legends and I feel like this may be there's not going to be a totem heavy next season is what I'm afraid of so I feel like this may be go- being passed down to someone else. Yeah, yeah, I can also or or it maybe gets destroyed by destroying Moss like yeah. in the yeah. process of something like that. And I think some of the totems will have to be destroyed. Like, probably the death totem and this, the ones that are a bit more... The ones that aren't really linked to, like, ca- yeah. main characters on the show. Yeah. Main character, <laughs> or, like, a, a, the superpowers of that character. Because yeah. Mick can always grab his flame gun again. I feel like at this point, they would, I, I feel like it's Zari and Amaya. Probably, yeah. like, the safest bets. Everybody else is up yeah. for grabs. Yeah. Our totem so. should go to Swamp Thing. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so speaking something. of uh, uh, Maya and the, uh, the spirit totem, uh, of course, the other big thrust of this is like we got to get this back, and I th- we've been teased so much. That, uh, I don't know if this frustrates you guys. My little beef about the episode. Frank's little beef. And we're dealing in the real world. We're dealing with actors' availability and production schedules, but in the story sense, we've been teased so many times about the modern, the current day vixen, 
Mari. The, and, and just, again, another episode where we really talk a lot about her and yet never see her. Yeah, it's a weird third person in this. Yeah. Especially since it's, it's another sense of treading water where it's just... All the emotional weights on a person that we don't even get to see. Yeah. Yeah, and two, if Megalyn was not available for any of this, why did we not just recast Mari? Because I really thought she was great, but at this point it was like, maybe we should have gotten somebody else. Because a lot of people probably have even forgotten that it was her. Yeah, yeah. and it's also, it just felt, it made it so uh, the sister's turn, I forget I forget everyone. Kawasa. Kawasa. Kawasa her turn felt even like more sudden and weird because it was so off screen. Well, before we saw a little bit of hints when she's talking to her grandmother and her grandmother is able to, uh, and Amaya is able to get through to her. So you have those moments that are great, but because Amaya wasn't there, we, she wasn't able to get through to her. Like, so we didn't get to really see it. It was yeah. strange. Well, they also throw out uh, Nate and Amaya talking about you can't meet your granddaughter. Yeah. I think Ray has met himself, so why can you not meet your granddaughter? Because right. it's not you, you can't. It's one of those things. Well, we don't want to tell our grandmother about future stuff. The grandmother already knows what's happening. My Maya knows what her future is. Yeah. So I don't see what meeting Mari would jeopardize. Yeah, that didn't really make sense at this point. Like it's also like, because really, we didn't get to meet her, so yeah. it's, it felt like why what was the real risk there because yeah, she was seen, gonna pop up yeah it's like i've seen back to the future you can meet your grandparents <laughs> <laughs> yeah well they just can't she just can't let on that she has but if she's wearing the totem that's gonna be harder yeah so well, she has to take the totem off at least or wear a turtleneck or i don't know yeah wear a turtleneck the answer to all the problems are turtlenecks yep i think so Get her, all right, how you doing, Amai? <coughs> Good to see you, Mari. My just grand. gets the turtle power and then just goes in. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. So, yeah, we do have the, the biggest thing is that uh, they find Mari's been injured because now the timeline is starting to solidify with Amaya not having the totem. Yeah. But we find Mari still wants to be a hero even without the powers. That's right. So even <coughs> if she saw the totem, yeah. it would still be, it still wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So, uh, which, again, another reason to see the character, just because it would have been great to have a scene about Talking to somebody that even without the use of their powers, they're still wanting to be a hero and just yeah. you know, understand the, the reason. Yeah, for I that. know. They even set up the character to be even more badass. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> and so Kawasa, I feel like, <coughs> I don't, I, again, another character we just haven't seen enough of this season for me to, like, when they first see her and she comes out of the a door in the hospital and she's got that, like, weird, like, little thing she does with her eyes, like, mm, whatever, <coughs> and then she takes off. And then she's like, I'm here to, I'm, I was here to protect her. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right, sure. Fine, and yeah. So uh, they come up with this great plan where uh, to get to get the totem. Uh, Nate will uh, be a hostage, and then when they come and give her the totem, then she'll like free Nate, and everything will be great again. And that doesn't happen. She decides like, hey, what? Uh, you're a danger to my grandmother because you you if you fall in love, then we don't exist. So you're gonna stay here and get tortured. Right. The one thing I do. The one thing I do kind of like is. I, I at first was like, why are they? Why is, are they giving up? Why is Mollus <coughs> giving up the uh, giving up the necklace so fast? Giving up the totem so fast? And you saw that she was still in control of it, and so you got to kind of see that, and they had to, they got to play with that. That was a nice little moment, at least. But then yeah. it got steamrolled over pretty fast by her being like, no, no, I am in control. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I am in control, and it was like, oh, okay, all right. Could have had fun with that, with like an evil Amaya for 
yeah. for a moment that she could have been possessed by the totem in like the mollusk possessed totem and then she had to get unpossessed and find <laughs> love again something like that I don't know true I agree because like to have it teased so quickly to be like dismissed I'm like well why did we even bother to introduce it it didn't even become uh, a point of contention at all in the story uh, but everyone's asking if Lucretia is dying. dying. Yeah, and drink some Kawasa. I like that. Thank you, Renji nine zero nine nine eight. No, I just have con crud from WonderCon. Yeah, <laughs> Nora is slowly draining her from yeah. uh, from a remote distance here. Uh, but we find at the end though that somebody finally uh, has trouble. Uh, if you're going to cross the darks, then you're going to pay the price. And so Kawasa decides to stand up against them, and uh, Nora rips the uh, the totem out of her. Oh no! And kills her. Uh, again, it would have been nice to... Cause, hey, we have really no context for Kawasa and the Darks at all throughout the season. We saw them yeah. recruit her, but then that was it. They really haven't much interaction together. So to have this, at least would have been some stakes if we could have seen their dynamic a little bit more this season. Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's it's real strange that it's the same episode that happens and is when they're going to finding out all the secrets about Ava. Yeah. It has, seems to have nothing to do with this character we've been living with for a while suddenly dying we could have spent more time on that but it was kind of split because we were talking about another character we've spent too much time with that wasn't really resolved well and that's why it's like i feel like legends needs to have 22 episodes like the rest of them because the last two episodes for sure could have been at least two like you know in the you know split up both episodes it's like yeah because there were several moments in both of these that it's like i feel like that would have made more sense in another episode yeah because I, 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 I assume the way they led it with Sarah and Ava that we're going to find out more about why Rip did what he did in the next episode. But I also feel like this could have just been its own standalone yeah. and just give us a whole big conclusion on this and then use the episode, other episode to focus on I the I feel other like stuff. maybe there was... It could have simply just been they had to combine a couple of episodes. They had to... They were running out of budget. They really had to, like, make... Logistically, they had to put all of these storylines into one episode just to get to the next one. I mean, I'm all for, like, burning story uh, and moving at a fast pace, but I also feel like you also have to balance that with making me care about the choices that you're making. Right. I'm just saying maybe that's why this happened, because they had no choice. Uh, Yeah, so it... uh, Oh, we end now with uh, Kawasa dead. (laughs) Kawasa dead, everybody. Kawasa dead. No! Uh, You know, uh, (laughs) Mick and and Zari are just in... uh, Well, I feel like... I couldn't quite... I don't think he enjoyed the meal that she made either, because he put, like, a couple leaves in his mouth, and then he just felt like he, he was like, he didn't seem like he really got yeah. into it. That was yeah. like, so they couldn't even bond over it. I had hoped that at least he would have been like, oh, yeah, this is really. Not even a moment where like, Mick could at least have a turn in anything. Yeah. He'd say if he was like, oh, I don't like this food. I do kind I of like, like him, food. like, you know what? You deserve this burger. <laughs> and it's like, no, you still don't get it. <laughs> I kind of like that moment. Uh, and I, then we end up with a. Uh, uh, I guess that was that was pretty much it. So we got we got the hunt for Ava. Ava. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna find out more about Ava. And did they did Sarah and Ava end up getting together again, or you kind of just feel like it's on the road to getting back together? I think it's on the road. I, yeah, I think it's on the road. They sort of you know Sarah came to save her. You know. Yeah, and Ava her, was like, yeah. oh, I tried to date and it just didn't work out, and I was, that's why <laughs> yeah. I was so weird. Her, yeah, I mean it ups whites. And it oh, really it is intuitive. Yeah. We the, didn't talk about Ava's weird actor parents. Who yeah. Were Pretending to be her parents, <laughs> we're what? just actors. We're that just it? seems so like a weird job. Yeah. Uh, as much as uh, it's hard who, to find. So did Rip hire them for that? Job? I'm guessing it was Rip. I mean, who else would it have been? And why is Rip going through all this trouble? That's 
That's what we really have to find. Out. I wanted to see the rip casting sessions. As he's like, "All right, mm, read this to me." His director is coming back. His sixties <laughs> yeah, yeah. director is finally coming back. <laughs> now, uh, you know, many of us are always pursuing something in Hollywood. Uh, mm. Would this be if you saw this casting notice? Would this be enough to entice you? Like, yeah, I want to. I want to make a play for this. I want to get this. I would have to see what the contract is because it probably says you can't act in anything else except. Be in this house, but what do you? It's like a reality show. I've done some reality shows, and sometimes they're like, "You can't do anything for two years on stage." And it's just like, "This is what I do." (laughs) So it probably is a lot like that, where it's like you can you can be this parents because if it's shown that you're if you're suddenly on TV out of commercial, then it's just that's right. What is going on? You're you're my mom, unless you're pretending to be an actor. Who happens to be their parents, and then you could still do acting work. True. Ah, Yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe that was their job, so then it wouldn't have seemed so weird. But yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't take a job like that. But it is Tucson. If you if you're forced to live in Tucson, but I would just move out of Tucson. Yeah. Well, think you've got a house taken care of, so that's free. Uh Uh, I would assume any kind of uh, food probably taken care of as well. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like they were together before this, so they have to be. They well, well, but do you have to? As long as Ava's not there, you can still just kind of do do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on the pay. It has it's to be true. good pay. Yeah. That's the only thing. Now, I got a question about uh, news, if we can move to news. Is yes. It? Did you mm-hmm. find out anything at, while you were at the WonderCon? Is there anything there? Um, well, uh, Matt Ryan couldn't really talk a lot about that, and he only did the um, the panel um, after the Constantine uh, cartoon screening. Uh-huh. And one little soundbite he did give was like... Um, Going forward, if Legends is renewed, which we know it will be, he said it'll be interesting to see the dynamic because John Constantine is not a team player and we're on a team. And I was like, that was a pretty good little tidbit. But he really couldn't talk much about Legends. Well, that's a lot. Yeah. And so uh, the I haven't seen the the cartoon yet. Did you see it? Yeah, like um, I just started it because actually I had missed the screening um, because it's a long way to Anaheim. Uh, but yeah, like um, it, from what I've seen is is it's pretty good. Yeah, okay. yeah. Did he at all mention during that uh, after panel about what enticed him to want to join Legends as opposed to? Hey, maybe I'll just hold out and see if Constantine can get renewed as its own series. They didn't really talk much about that in the uh, panel portion, but yeah, I mean, because they were trying to make it about the cartoon and everything and bringing that back. So yeah, right. I mean, and I do see that this seems to be their strategic way because he seemed to fit in this, and I don't think they have any plans. I mean, at least this is what they said that they didn't have any plans for uh, Constantine season two. So this was sort of our consolation prize, but I think it'll work out with him joining the Legends. Okay. Yeah. Well, and you never know if he proved so popular, they could always spin him out again. Yeah. Another one. Damn. Spin exactly. Him out. Spin him out. Uh, so, yeah, as we wrap it up, why don't we do some rapid fire predictions? Okay. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Oh, boy. You got any? I think we're going to get, I, like we said before, that we're going to get some destroyed necklaces. <laughs> yeah, I feel that they're, all these totems are not going to make it to the next season because I feel no. like this is it for a lot of them. I mean, because where can they go from there? We we know these exist. Do we need to bring them up again? Well, we uh, we know John Noble's going to be in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, so well, I guess we find out, is he is he playing himself? And then that person happens to be, he is it's John the, Noble, the actor, is the one that gets possessed by malice? Yeah. yeah maybe. Uh, yeah, be who knows? Because cool. that's what they say. It's like, oh, he's not playing malice. He's just playing himself. And I'm like, well, how is that 
So uh, is he going to be coming? Is that his true form? No, it isn't no. because he's not playing Malice. And it's a young Barack Obama in the next episode. Yeah, that, yeah. Grodd uh, is going after. I don't know about that. Why one. is that yeah. a problem? I, I don't know. Why? Because I, just, I like the idea of facing a young president and young Obama is going to be pretty cool. True. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just seems so contemporary to seem weird to me. I mean, it's because I, I would have no problem yeah. if it was like, yeah, like a like a Lincoln or a Washington. Or even like an FDR, maybe, but I guess something so contemporary. For some reason, to me, it just seems so weird. But you're right; it shouldn't be. Right. Oh. And it's not. It, we're not doing Southside for by you or the show Barry. There's all yeah. these like young Barack Obama storylines that are a bit too insane. But for a time traveling show, I think that's fine. <laughs> yeah, like I love the Queen of Regal. Uh, Obama care make America grot again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh. Uh, well, what better way to end? We started on a terrible pun. Let's yep. end on a terrible pun. I suppose yes. so. Yes. Dave <laughs> yep. Chatelik's way we, we, we fail flat on our face on that landing. Start with a dad, end with a dad. Yes! <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. But as always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars, not because you like the show, although we appreciate that but you do. But because you love it. That's right. <laughs> and it keeps our own uh, fourth panelist, Lex Michael, alive. Yeah. That we can see him back here next week, uh, vibrant and healthy. Every Wait, time you give uh, any stars, it goes directly into his veins. Look at that. Uh, you're doing a public service there. Uh, and feel free to subscri- subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up while you're there. Thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. And if you want to continue the conversation with any of us after the show's over, Lucretia, where can I find you? You guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And also subscribe to my podcast, Mrs. Brightside, where all podcasts are found, as well as my YouTube channel, The Red Room. Please subscribe to that. New episodes every Thursday. It's a fun little horror news show. And you can find me at M-R Dave Child or DaveChild.com <laughs> for all your Dave Child needs. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Uh, until next week, folks, we'll be back here next Tuesday night with another episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Speed off. Bang. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Have a nice day. Yeah! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only, do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 